Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Hello, welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. This week we're on episode number 25, and you can find all the links and other information at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash 025. And I'm Mathia Ford, the CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters, and I'm here this week to talk to you on the best podcast about kidney disease. We bring you information every week, and um, I've been doing that consistently since January this year, and I hope that if you find value, you can send me a link or send me a note and let me know what other things you'd like to hear about, because I really enjoy getting your emails. So send those emails to podcast, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at renaldiethq.com. So if you listened last week, you know that I was on vacation last week and I recorded it a little bit early and it was kind of a short podcast. I think it was only about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, But I did have a nice vacation and um, I want to continue this week by talking about label reading and grocery shopping this month. And this week specifically, I want to talk about label reading because lots of people really don't know how to read labels, what they mean. And you go into the grocery store and you're kind of at a loss for what everything is supposed to be. So this week, we're going to talk about reading your food label. First of all, though, before I do all that, I want to announce that I am truly done with a 152 page caregiver guide in a three ring binder and it will be in my office next week for me to ship out for those who have pre-ordered. But the month of June, I'm doing a special and it's $67 this month. And, um, so if you go over to the website and order, it's on sale for $67. And then in July, starting in July, it will go up to 97. So there's your fair warning if you're interested and Um, I will be adding on that page all the caregiver worksheets and everything that you get, Um, little notes about them and some pictures once I get the actual product in so you can see what you're getting. But I'm so excited just to be able to say that I am finally done with that book. So, um, And it was a lot of work, and I hope that you'll enjoy it. Sorry, I need a little drink of water. Okay. So this week, I want to talk about um, how reading nutrition labels can help you. So it's really important that you know what the nutrition facts label means. Now, I know that they're talking about changing it, and when they do, I will talk about it again. But for right now, It's really important that you understand what the current label is like. So um, the food label is standardized across all items, and it's called um, the Nutrition Facts Label, and you find it on all packaged food and beverages. And it serves as your guide for making choices. You can uh, learn interesting and valuable information from the Nutrition Facts Label. You can understand, first of all, 
on the top, underneath the word nutrition facts, it says serving size. And that shows how many servings are in the package and how many, how much is a serving. So it may give it um, like as pieces or chips or cups or something like that. All of the nutrition information from that point on is based on one serving. So if you have a Coke and you're drinking the whole bottle and the bottle is an eight ounce serving and bottle is a 20 ounce bottle, but you're drinking, but the label says it's an eight ounce serving and there's 2.5 servings per bottle and you drink the whole bottle, it's not 100 calories, it's 250 calories. So that's where people can get a little lost because everything on there um, is equal to one serving and a lot of times the food contains more than one serving of food. The uh, next thing on the label, a little further down, is the number of calories per serving. And then underneath it shows, uh, or I'm sorry, next to it shows calories from fat in one serving. So uh, you may get confused and think, well, if a product is fat-free, that means it's good for me. Well, no, because it doesn't mean it's calorie-free, and it probably has a lot of sugar added. So be careful with that. Make sure you're reading that. The percent daily value section tells you how the nutrients in that serving of food um, contribute to your total intake for the day. So you use it to choose information about foods that are high in the nutrients you need to get more of and need low in the nutrients you need to get less of. Um, things like uh, sodium. You want to get less sodium, so you want that number on the percent daily value to be lower. And maybe your total fat should be lower or your total carbohydrate should be lower. An example of something that you might want to be higher is something like dietary fiber. You may want dietary fiber to be higher, so you're looking for a higher percentage. Eating too much fat, um, especially the saturated fat and the trans fat, can increase your risk of heart disease. And you probably already have kidney disease, and so you're at a higher risk for heart disease anyway. So you do want to limit your intake of trans fat for sure. And um, there's a lot of differing opinions right now on how much fat to take in and what's actually causing problems. So just watch your fat intake. Try not to um, overdo it. We Most of us overdo it with fat and sugar regardless. So um, just be careful with that. And a lot of us don't get enough of the dietary fiber or our vitamins and calcium. And um, the potassium and phosphorus are not listed on the label, although that's part of the new um, food label proposal to have potassium and phosphorus on the label, or at least potassium on the label all the time. So that will be good for you with kidney disease. But right now, what you really need to focus on initially is the sodium level and the protein levels to keep those to the right amounts that you need. So the three areas that you really need to focus on on the label are the nutrition um, serving size and the servings per container. So checking out, like I said, on that bottle of soda where it says it's 100 calories and there's 2.5 servings per bottle, knowing that if you drink the whole bottle, you just had 250 calories. So all those nutrition information below the serving size is for the just one serving. So you need to multiply it if you eat the whole container by the number of um, servings in the bottle or container, 
The other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that they can actually cut those servings in half. So if you really want a cookie and the serving for a cookie is two cookies, you don't have to eat that whole cookie. You don't even have to eat half of a cookie. But if the serving size is two cookies and you eat half, then you get to divide everything by half. So that's kind of helpful too. So just be careful and check the serving size. Um, It's very often that it's kind of misleading and that's one of the things that they're trying to fix with the new food label. But people can get kind of confused because the serving sizes aren't necessarily what we actually usually take in. So um, a small bag of chips might have two servings in it. Look at your percent daily value as well. So the three things are your serving size, your servings per bag, and your percent daily value. Um, It's a general guide to help you understand the nutrients in one serving. And it's related to a normal healthy person and their percent needed. But the sodium, for example, is for 2,400 milligrams. If you're on kidney disease, you should only probably be getting around 1,500. But honestly, it's very hard with buying prepackaged foods to get low. So just keep looking and find, compare, and see which one has the lowest percentage of that daily value. Um, If it has 5% of the daily value or less, it's low in that nutrient. And if it has 20% or more of the daily value, it's considered high in that nutrient. So those can be both good or bad. Like fiber can be good to be high in that nutrient. Using a percent daily value, you can compare foods and understand how to balance things out for the day. If you ate something that was kind of high in sodium at one meal, then you can try to eat a lower sodium item at the next meal using that percent daily value. Okay, and then there's a section on the bottom that says nutrients, and nutrient is an ingredient in a food that provides you with nourishment. So nutrients are essential for life, and you should try to get more of your vitamin A, vitamin C, dietary fiber, and maybe calcium depending on your condition overall. But you should also try to get less of sodium, the cholesterol, and uh, the trans fats. So be careful watching those items. The nutrition facts label is designed to help you look at your overall health and make some good decisions. But um, the label is a tool that is available to you on every packaged label or packaged item product. And if you don't see the full label, there's always a way to get to see the full label either online or writing to the company or something like that. Let's talk about some of those specific nutrients. Okay. For example, um, nutrients to get less of or get more of, you want to look at something like heart disease, which is one of the largest killers of people in the U.S. You can look at the facts label and compare foods, and you know that you need to have lower total fat, lower saturated fat, lower trans fat, lower cholesterol, and lower sodium for that diet. So you would be able to look at a label and compare it to one another and know that one is better than the other to eat for your condition. So talking about salt, salt and sodium, people usually say kind of interchangeably. Um, 
salt is listed as sodium on the nutrition facts label. We have to get some salt in the day because it does come out of our pores and we, um, it does come out in your urine, but most people eat too much. I mean, I think we only need like 500 milligrams per day and most people eat about 3000 to 4,000. So you may not even know it because you're probably used to the taste of salt. And so when you add more salt to food, you're adding more sodium to the food. Sodium has been linked to high blood pressure, and so that's why we tell you to eat lower sodium diet so you can reduce your risk of heart disease and lower your blood pressure. Um, blood pressure normally rises with age, so limiting your sodium intake is more important every year. Read those labels to see the sodium amounts in the food and choose foods that are 5% or less of your daily, daily value. That's considered low in sodium. Now, if anything's 20% or higher, which I know like canned soups are, are considered high in sodium. So if you're comparing two foods, compare the amount of sodium. That's pretty important for you overall in your health. Okay, another nutrient I want to talk about is fiber. Fiber is something that is not digested. So it remains in your digestive tract. It's not absorbed, and it becomes... Um, the bulk of your um, undi- of your food, and, uh, of your waste product. So it helps you move, keep your digestive system moving. And that can be very important as you get older because with the more pills you take or the less activity you have, it can be more difficult to not get constipated. But fiber is a nutrient that you should get more of unless you are... Um, restricted from some of your whole grain products. So you want to try to get more fiber because it will help you to lower your cholesterol, lower your fat, and um, just feel full longer. If you're in stage four kidney disease, you probably are going to need to eat um, just plain white bread. So don't worry about your fiber, but do try to eat lower saturated fat and and watch your um, variety of eat a variety of vegetables and stuff that will and fruits that will help you get more fiber. It helps you just to get things moving along. Um, there's a couple different kinds of fiber. One type is called insoluble and it's mostly found in the whole grain products and it being insoluble, basically it just stays in your digestive system and kind of moves its way through and helps (laughs) move everything else along with it. Soluble fiber is found in most um, of like beans, peas, vegetables, oat bran, stuff like that. It slows down the digestive of digestion of carbohydrates and can stabilize blood sugar if you have diabetes. It basically holds on to the cholesterol. And so it kind of digests into water. It, it's, it doesn't digest because you don't absorb it, but it um, in water it will dissolve in a way and it will um, absorb that cholesterol so it helps to reduce your cholesterol that you absorb okay so when you're reading your food labels again this is one you want to get more of so you're going to try to find foods that have 20% of the daily value or more Um, choose the ones that are higher in fiber if you can now if you're on a potassium and phosphorus restriction you need to probably eat lower fiber so that's one of those areas where you have to know what your 
um, expectation from your doctor is. Okay, let's talk about fat, total fat. Um, dietary fat is, is a nutrient. It's something that we need to have. Unfortunately, most of us have too much of it, myself included. And um, we get, you know, it holds on to nutrients and it holds on to healthy um, vitamins and minerals, but it provides a lot of energy to our body that we probably don't use because we may or may not exercise. Eating too much fat can lead to a wide range of health challenges. Total amount and type of fat can contribute to or increase the risk of heart disease, high cholesterol, um, cancers, obesity, type 2 diabetes, all those things. And you may already have even some of those. You just need to watch your total fat. Now, there are different types of dietary fat. Some have some health benefits, but um, others don't. So let's talk about the good fats. Good fats are those fats that are monounsaturated and polyunsaturated. Those are healthy even if eaten in moderation. In fact, small amounts can even help you lower your cholesterol levels. And those are found in like olive oil, canola oil, peanut oil, and soft margarines. Undesirable fats or bad fats, whatever you want to call them are saturated and trans fats. Those can raise your cholesterol levels and they can contribute to heart disease. Typically they're solid at room temperature and they're found in like meat, poultry, fish, butter, ice cream, and um, hard margarines. Meat, the skin of the meat and fish supply protein, B vitamins and iron. So you just want to make sure you're choosing the lean milks and meats and um, remove the skin. And you'll get some of those out. And dry beans are a good source of protein and they aren't fat. So you can use those as well. Um, Trans fats is one of the newest additions to the Nutrition Facts label. And it's when you... um, Sorry about that. When you... Not you, but when the manufacturer takes and basically whips air into the oil... It hydrogenates it, and that's a technical term, chemical reaction term. And basically, it makes it like Crisco or shortening. And it works really good in pastries and keeps them good for a long time and um, keeps a good consistency, but it is really bad for your body. So you should um, eat no trans fat at all if you can manage. Try to eat zero grams of trans fat per day. That's just a given that you need to watch out for. Okay, last nutrient I want to talk about is cholesterol because I think it's important to your heart. Cholesterol is only obtained from animal products. It's not obtained from plant products. Um, And your body makes cholesterol as well. And basically your body takes the cholesterol from the animal products that you eat and um, digest them and turn them around and makes them into your own body's cholesterol. And cholesterol builds up in your arteries. And that's exactly what atherosclerosis is. It's not the saturated fat. What happens is the saturated fat increases the cholesterol and the cholesterol builds up in your arteries. So um, there's two kinds of cholesterol in your body. There are high-density lipoproteins, the HDLs, and that's good cholesterol. They, I think of them like garbage trucks, and they bring the liver back 
the cholesterol from the body and it helps it to prevent buildup. Most um, doctors want you to get a higher level of HDL and then a lower level of LDL. That's the bad cholesterol. That's the stuff that takes it out into the bloodstream and what blocks your arteries. So cholesterol is a product or a nutrient to get less of. And you really want to try to eat less saturated fat because it raises the LDL levels in your body more than anything that you can eat. So when you're looking at labels, just to recap, I want you to remember to look at the serving size and understand how much it contains. Look at the amounts per serving and understand that if you eat the whole container, that that's, you know, if it's two servings in that container and you eat the whole thing, you have to multiply that whole nutrition facts label times two. And just think about... um, how you can look at some labels and what I'd like you to do is look and see if you can find labels with potassium listed on them. Cause right now it's optional, but some of them do do it. So please go ahead and look for potassium on the food labels and, um, send me any questions you have about food labels. I'm excited to hear them. My email is podcast at renal diet And the thing I'm going to leave you with today, since you listened all the way to the end is to let you know that my big excitement is that I um, am quitting my regular full-time job because I'm going to, I can be able to do renal diet headquarters full-time and I'm very excited about that. And so my last day at my full-time job will be a week from Friday, June 20th. And that's a big step for me because I'm a little nervous, but um I hope that that means that I'll be able to get products out to you quicker and I'll be able to spend more time answering your questions and um, talking to my customers on the phone. When you sign up for the membership, I usually call you and talk to you and um, I hope I get to do a little more of that. So thank you for listening and have a good week. And remember, you can find all the information at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash zero two five. Have a good week. Thanks. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks. And we will talk to you again next week.